Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back, and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10, hosted by Tom Fox. Ten for ten for the week ending July 1, 2023. First up, in a rather stunning story from the Wall Street Journal, it appears that the vendor who does investigations and interviews for people seeking to work for Bill Gates asks whether the interviewees watch pornography and if so, what kind of pornography. They also ask questions about sexual proclivity sexually transmitted diseases, past drug use and alcohol abuse, and a wide variety of other questions which seem far outside the pale of what you can or even should ask. The Gates Foundation says these are outside the pale. Next up, from the Columbus Dispatch, Larry Householder. The disgraced former head of the Ohio House of Representatives was sentenced to 20 years in prison for his role in the ComEd scandal. Uh, Householder was the person who received up to $60 million in bribes and directed legislation and other benefits on behalf of the bribe or ComEdison. Next up, uh, three Trump SPAC investors were charged with security fraud this week. This all, of course, relates uh, to the abortive attempt of the Trump um, new media company to do a reverse merger through a SPAC and uh, had not received the necessary number of um, members to approve the deal, and now the uh, fraudulent nature of the entire business operation has been put on the table by these indictments. Uh, President Trump was not a part of these indictments. It was just his company. Uh, That came to us from Bloomberg. Next up. Uh, The Microsoft Activision Blizzard hearing led by the FTC to try to stop the merger really brought out the big guns this week. The corporate CEOs of both Microsoft and Activision Blizzard testified that the merger was not anti-competitive and 
these two gentlemen, uh, well, you rarely see two CEOs testify, and the FTC is moving forward with this hearing. Uh, next up from the Wall Street Journal, and one of the oddest stories recently, and certainly one of the oddest this past week, the CEO of Southern Corp., which is a major energy producer in uh, headquartered in Atlanta, was spied upon and surveilled over a period of months. Uh, what is odd about this situation is no one knows who ordered their surveillance, but it involved the CEO himself, his uh, partner, and others. Uh, while we know the name of the person who did the surveillance because he created billing around this, there was no information about who hired him. So it's a very large mystery, whether it was inside the corporation, whether it was someone outside, whether it was governmental officials or law enforcement officials, but uh, your CEO may need protection. Uh, next up from Reuters, the SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried saga continues as he tried to have all, most of his criminal charges tossed, I think 11 of 13 charges, and the judge, uh, although very judiciously, laughed him out of court, saying that the claims of no criminal liability were certainly not uh, merited at this time, and uh, SBF is probably heading down the road to either a very lengthy sentence after a court case or a plea agreement. Next up, in a very interesting case about clawbacks, as reported in Law 360, the ex-CEO of Hertz won a clawback lawsuit. Uh, Hertz had a very large uh, accounting restatement, and the board tried to claw back monies paid to the CEO, claiming it was his tone at the top, which allowed the accounting fraud. The CEO was able to successfully show the company did not have the right uh, to do so. So based on the contract itself, employment contract, they were not able to do so. This obviously bodes very significantly for the DOJ's push to put clawbacks in. Um, next up from the Voice of America, Zambia police arrested the former president's son and daughter-in-law on corruption charges. Uh, this is certainly a welcome uh, result. Uh, anytime you have corruption in Africa, it is uh, endemic to the leaders of the country and their entire family. And here we have a prime example of that from Zambia. But at least the current administration, after a regime change, is moving forward uh, to try and uh, put a stop to corruption within the country. Uh, next up, uh, will ICRS become the global climate reporting standard? Uh, this story comes to us from the Wall Street Journal. And what's most interesting about this story for the compliance professional is what are you going to do as a compliance professional if, for business reasons, you need to follow these standards, report internally on these standards, and you deem that material enough to report uh, to investors. And you have states uh, like Texas and Florida, which are uh, anti-ESG, uh, anti-pro-climate uh, deniers, and anti-climate 
and say, no, you can't do that, and people can't take those factors into account. Well, if on the one hand you have to do it for business, and on the other hand states don't allow it, you're caught in a very difficult conundrum. And our final story comes to us from the Washington Post, and it unfortunately asked the very appropriate question now of whether this Supreme Court is corrupt. Of course, this is after the revelations of Sam Alito receiving over $100,000 in gifts and benefits from a donor who's actually in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, This is also uh, after the Clarence Thomas revelations, where he also received uh, significant benefits from a donor uh, who was also in front of the Supreme Court. Given the court's rulings uh, in this last week of the term, It's certainly a question that unfortunately has to be asked um, when there was the release of the Roe, of the decision which overturned Roe versus Wade. Um, Pretty clearly that hurt the reputation of the court, and it's only gone downhill since then. So will corruption at the Supreme Court be investigated, and what will be the impact on America? This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this inaugural episode of 10 for 10. This is one of the requests I receive the most often from listeners of the Daily Compliance News who wanted a weekly curated short of uh, compliance news. So I'm going to run this for the summer and see how it goes, see what the result is. Uh, I would love it if you would um, email me or let me know what you think of this curated compliance news wrap-up, which goes out, uh, will go out every Saturday in the months of July and August. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.